0: She does so many different types of exercises. There's a program in there for everything, and it's all by
1: video. That's um, I really yeah, love but- that idea, although let's point out to the listeners you do actually have to do what she's telling you to do in the video. You can't just watch it, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. <laughs> it doesn't count if you just watch it.
2: <laughs> Power to Live More with Joe Dodds
1: Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice.
2: Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today Joe is interviewing Janine Ogg of Get It Done Mum. Joe and Janine, J9 as she is often known, originally connected via a marketing forum in something like 2010. As J9 and another Joe, J9's business partner, were setting up their original business, they worked with our Joe to get their website and social media marketing going. They've kept in touch since and Joe was really pleased when Jane 9 agreed to come on the podcast. From New Zealand, J9 along with her business partner Joe, is a co-founder of Get It Done Mum where they work with mums who are breaking the 9 to 5 mould and redefining what they do for a living on their own terms. New technologists and the advert of the internet have opened up so many new opportunities for women to start up businesses and earn a great income part-time. But unfortunately, for many mums it doesn't quite work out like that and their business becomes another stress in their life that constantly overwhelms them and never earns them enough money. That's where Joe and Gina came come in. They've helped hundreds of busy mums figuring out how they can get more done with less stress in their business by helping them hone in on what is most important for them to be focusing on. No more spreading themselves too thin. When she's not coaching mums, J9 is hanging out with her family and go to the beach, fixing up their falling down bush hut or hanging in the shed with the kids, which is her partners pottery out the back back to the studio
1: today i'm interviewing janine og of get it done mum so hi janine great to have you with me joe it's great to be here thanks for having me on as a guest one of my international guests again so uh, you're from uh, sunny new zealand now aren't you <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, we're just starting to get some sunshine. We're coming into spring, so the cold weather is easing off and
1: we're starting to spend a few days at the beach, which is nice. I don't think we want to hear that in England as it's just going the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a bit more about you then, what you do and where you do it. Sure, Uh, so I'm based in New Zealand in a little
0: town called Masterton, about 20,000 people. And from here I'm a mum and I'm also uh, an entrepreneur I guess you'd say. I have an online business called Get It Done Mum with my business partner Joe, who lives probably about six hours north of me. Everything that we do is, is online. And what we do is we're business coaches for mums specifically. So over at Get It Done Mum we help mums with their strategies. And we help them to build a business that they love, a profitable business in less than 20 hours a week. So our focus is really on being incredibly time efficient and creating a business model and a business strategy that means that you can earn a, a full-time income working part-time and a lot of our mums are doing that from home. Not all of them, but but the majority probably.
1: I think we need to have you on uh, a webinar or something to learn how to do that. <laughs> When uh, we were talking earlier, and you were asking me how many days, uh, how many hours I was doing, and uh, I was uh, saying, "Well, I have got two different businesses." <laughs> I'm just making that excuses, aren't I? <laughs>
0: we'd love to, we'd love to be um, to do that. We have got a webinar where we we talk through that with our mums. So, anytime, <laughs> Joe,
1: anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And so you're working from home. So do you have a, an office, or or do you work in a part of the house that isn't just the office? How does that work?
0: Yep, um, got an office, in that, it's a really lovely little office actually, it looks out onto the back garden, so I've got some double doors, uh, it's not huge, it's kind of small and it does double up as another living space as well, so my daughter Bella, who's just turned five, she's got her own little work desk, she calls it her office, which backs onto my desk, and then my other daughter Molly has also got a drawing space um, out here, she's two and a half, um, so it's, it's kind of shared, but when I'm working the children don't aren't generally here Uh, and I've got one of these beautiful old antique desks that can kind of fold up so what I like to do is pack everything into it and then slam it shut (laughs) at the end of my work day so it just looks like a lovely desk and it's not so associated with work.
1: Love it. So when we talk yeah. about talk about evening routines and how you stop work, it, all, it won't necessarily be an evening routine for you if you're doing uh, part-time, but uh, that routine to close the office, I love that, the the concept of <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I try to do that, but but now that we're podcasting as well, I've had to get this sort of set up where I've got like piles of books mm. <laughs> on my desk to get the computer and the microphone and things at the right height, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's gone a bit askew, that, that strategy at the moment, but... But we're getting there. So it's, it's a lovely space. I love being able to open the doors in the summer and I'm right by the garden and sometimes I go out into the garden, put my sunnies on and, and work out there on a nice day. So, yeah, pretty lucky.
1: Mm. I love the idea of having the children um, in there, not necessarily, as you say, when you're trying to get proper work done, but uh, that, that I I'd, I'd like the whole idea of sort of role modelling a lifestyle and a, and a sort of business life to, to children. I I'd try and do that with Little Dodsy and... Uh, Uh, she certainly seems to be benefiting from it. Do your children sort of understand that you're working from home? Do they know that's what you do? I don't think
0: Molly really has any idea, Um, but, but Bella, who's five, she does. She's just. But my work's not as interesting as her dad's work. <laughs> like it's not as tangible. Like my partner Sam is a is a potter. He's a ceramicist. So we've got a big um, old shed out the back that's he runs his pottery from. And she she is out there all the time. Like since she's been little, she's been you know wanting to throw on the wheel, throw pots, and and she goes out there and does a lot of clay work. Mm. Um, so it's only recently that she really wanted to have a desk. And and today she was um, humming a tune. It's so funny you should say that because she was humming wanna get it done mum like this <laughs> she'd been listening to one of our videos and was kind of singing our theme song <laughs> I was thinking, oh no oh. so it's definitely you know it's sinking in there somewhere at some level
1: yeah. yeah, I can see the pottery probably is a bit more exciting <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. the paperwork and computers. No, we love our yeah, computers,
0: don't yeah. So yeah, well, tell- all she sees yeah. is me on the computer, but yeah. she doesn't kind of understand. She knows I'm meeting with people and talking with people. So mm-hmm. maybe when she's a bit older, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. cool. So tell us about uh, what you do when you um, sort of get going in the morning. Do you have a morning routine? Do you work particular hours? on a day or or does it sort of fit in with with your routine other than that?
0: Yeah, no we do have quite a routine because we're both self-employed and working from home um, and we've got the two under fives we've we've found it really useful to have a routine otherwise I, I just really need that time when the, the children aren't here to be able to get, things, to get work done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, not re- I'm not really trying to juggle work while the kids are around because I find that too hard. Um, so we have the children in daycare uh, probably, well, a day and a half a week they're in daycare and then another couple of days they're actually, my partner is, actually works at the daycare centre. He's just started working there um, because he wanted to spend more time with the kids and he loves working with children and so mm-hmm. The daycare said, "Would well, you want to come and work?" And so he's doing a couple of days with them. So I am, I've just upped my work hours slightly. So I'm working about probably 15 to 18 hours a week at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, on the days that I work, it sort of get up around seven, and um, we, ha- we sort of have to be ready by half a state, you know, to get the kids to, to school. We're not notori- we're not very good really at getting up and getting up. <laughs> 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 so we take a fairly relaxed approach. Um yeah, and so they're at Daycare and then at the end of the day, um, really just I usually pick them up about two thirty, three o'clock and then have time to hang out with the kids, dinner. Um, I don't tend to work in the evenings, oh, I have one or two nights a week that I'll make bookings in the evenings, uh, but I often find I'm just really tired in the evenings after putting the kids down, so I try to, to limit that as much as I can, but I run a, a mastermind once a month and, and do interviews and things for like this interview and podcast interviews in the evenings sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just dinner and hanging out with the kids and um, getting them
1: to bed really. Yeah, so as far as getting things done in limited time, you I normally ask, you know, people if they use to-do lists and how they manage their time. I mean, this is really what you do. You help people to get more done in less time to to have successful businesses. So, so how do you make sure that works for you? Well, I guess the key one
0: here for us and, and what we're teaching about a lot is, is around strategy. Because uh, we believe that you know, no matter how many to-do lists you have or how many amazing technological tools you're using, if you don't have your strategy right, um, it, it doesn't matter. You're still not going to achieve what you're setting out to achieve if, if you don't have the right strategy in place. Um, so we consistently see see people um, spending a lot of time on things that aren't actually contributing to to what it is they want to achieve yes. in their business. Um, so. What we're teaching, a lot of it came out from from what we've done as well. So what we do to be really productive and really focused is we have two really clear milestones that we have for our business Um, and usually one's around um, an income generation milestone and one's for us an audience building milestone and for a lot of our clients it turns out to be the same because they're two really important things for building an online business but sometimes they can be different and then for each of those milestones we have two or three underlying strategies that are sort of that well we've set this goal, this milestone, what are our two to three strategies that we're going to use to achieve it Um, and so that drives everything that we do so we have those. We check in with those really regularly, make sure that they still feel right and we're really disciplined about the fact that um, if something isn't isn't um, sort of siloing into those milestones. If something isn't getting us closer to those milestones, then we let it go. Because because when you've only got 10 or 15, or some of our mums only have you know five hours a week to work on their businesses, you, you just don't have the luxury of, of faffing about, <laughs> going off on <laughs> tangents on things that aren't getting you results. So yeah, that's the strategy that we've developed. That's what we do with our clients. Um, and that's kind of what my strength is. is I'm I've, without realising it when we started out I've developed into the, the sort of the strategy ninja we've started calling it. So what I do is I um I get together with our mums and they put me through what they're doing and I can quite quickly pinpoint some of the areas where they could really make some changes to start getting better results and, and to be more productive yeah. in what they're doing. So that's what I do and then Jo specialises in helping them take action on that. She's like we call her the chief implementer so she's she. i sort of help with strategy and then she helps to get Mm. it done basically yeah yeah so that was a long-winded
1: answer wasn't it (laughs) that's a great answer as well and you've just uh, made me think i must go back and look at my strategy oops and look at my strategy again (laughs) because i kicking over the bin yeah um yeah okay so so as you say absolutely key to to be very clear about what you're doing and therefore what you need to do to, to achieve that and and what you don't need to do and how do you then uh, sort of ch- change that into, you know, today I'm going to do this? Do you have certain sort of routines of things you do on certain days or do, do you just look at the um, yep. strategy at the time and work out what you're doing or do you have ongoing lists? How, how do you manage that? Yeah, so um, we,
0: I, I'm a huge advocate of Asana um, or and I also believe that there's other really great project management tools but it's using some sort of tool like that that can help you manage your work week um, separate to your your email provider Um, and so I manage everything from Asana and our whole team is managed via Asana so I set up um, projects or we set up projects in there and um, assign them to the person responsible and we manage everything through there really and I I just find that invaluable Um, and so even in there we use that to as a template tool as well for different things that we're doing for example if we're using if we're running giveaways when we first started running those we created a template in asana so that now whenever we want to use run a giveaway we've already got it you know, a template with all the tasks in place and all the things that need to be done. Mm. Um, So it's much easier for us to to delegate that to our VA and it's already all in place and the same with our latest project which is launching our own podcast. Um, We've got all the templates in place now and it makes it a lot more efficient and there's no way that we could... Do that if we weren't using Asana. It would be just a nightmare trying to do all of that via via email. So Asana is one that definitely makes a huge difference for us in terms of um, the day-to-day project management but again we check in with those milestones all the time um, and make sure that the projects that we're working on, we have what we call a parking lot (laughs) um, which is where we put things where we're like "Uh, should we really be working on this right now? You know those bright shiny objects that come up and you're like um. this looks really cool but should we actually be doing it right now? Um, yeah. We're constantly asking ourselves that question and if it's a no, if it doesn't fit with what our current targets are, then we put it in the parking lot and come back to
1: it later. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Yeah. Mm. So, so how do you um then manage email as well as using Asana? Do you, I mean, do you give yourself particular times or do you find yourself getting stuck in emails or do you, you very um, so there, there's
0: very... Yeah, Um, I'm not I'm not as disciplined as I could be but because I, I mean up until recently I've only been working 12 hours a week so I did find that I was getting really disciplined and um, just had to just be so focused otherwise I wasn't getting what done what I needed to get done. Um, I tend to, uh, what, what I do ideally is not open my email first thing, is to go into Asana and go to my inbox in Asana and that's where all the messages come through and progress, you know, that we've been making on various projects. Mm. Um, but sometimes, if I'm honest, often I check my emails first just because I, I often want to see what's been happening, and, you know, yeah. I get excited about what's coming through my inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have got quite good at managing that. I've unsubscribed from a heck of a lot of stuff, and there's one tool that your listeners might want to know about, and I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Joe blooming it's brilliant um and i'm just trying to look in my inbox to remember what it's called but it's for unsubscribing
1: is it the Um, unroll.me or something yes unroll me yeah somebody else recommended
0: that yeah yeah oh i just think it's absolutely brilliant (laughs) it's like a constant reminder you know um that you can unsubscribe from things because i think it's something that Sometimes you you open your inbox and you're like, oh, I must go through and unsubscribe from a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Whereas if you if you use Unroll Me, it just helps you keep on top of it, uh, and you can you know you're unsubscribing from things all the time, and it just it's it's made a huge difference to my inbox. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I must have a so look at, at that. I use um,
1: Sanebox for my emails, and there is a, a right. black hole option, and so I can send stuff to there rather than unsubscribing ah. which which is quite quick but somebody else recommended yep. unroll.me and I I thought I must check that out cuz it sounds like does it prompt you to 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 yeah, yes. yeah. right yeah. yeah
0: like once a week or something it'll say you've subscribed to x number of new thingies you know like nine or whatever and it'll come up and you you just don't even realize that you've some of them seem to be old ones as well that might come back through your inbox yeah um you don't realize how many things that you've you've subscribed to so I'm constantly unsubscribing from from things I didn't even realize I was subscribed to
1: and sometimes you subscribe to get something don't you and you think I must remember to unsubscribe afterwards and then you don't get around to it so I can see why that would help in that case excellent well I'm going to check that one out never mind the listeners (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, are there any other tools or apps that, that you use that you think would be worth uh, recommending?
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of quick ones. Um, LastPass for, for people who have trouble remembering passwords. Yeah, love it. <laughs> um, that that saves a lot of time for us. And the other one is, is Canned Responses in Gmail, Yeah. Um, which is a template tool. Uh, I just find, you know, I've got a bunch of templates saved in there now, and that, that s- saves me hours of time composing emails. Um, and, yeah, we use Google Hangouts a lot too. Yeah. So
1: those were the ones that, that came up for me as useful tools yeah. Yeah I've used the canned responses I I gave up and started using something called short key instead, um, because I kept finding my canned responses had disappeared, <laughs> which clearly oh, really? sort of un, un, uh, takes away the benefit of, of creating them in the first place. So <laughs> I'm does. not quite sure why that, that was happening, but I'd set them up and then happily use them for a while and then they'd they disappear. So I started to use, uh, as I say, short keys instead, which is, does a similar thing, but does um, helps anywhere. So it's a bit like text expander on the iPhone and, and Macs and so on. So you can type in a load of... Oh, okay text and then just give it a little code. And then when you type the code in, it expands to uh, to type in whatever it was. So oh. A bit like the canned response, but for other places as well as, as just in your emails. So, um, yeah. Oh, that sounds good.
0: Mm, I that. I hope that doesn't happen to me. I'll be I'll be in a real panic if um Canned Responses deletes all my team plates.
1: Yeah when you said you had a lot I was thinking, yeah, well in my experience Uh-oh. I only had one and it used to disappear regularly but hopefully they're better now. Hopefully they've uh, they've made it more robust. I hope so. <laughs> so um, i I'm just so impressed to be talking to somebody who does work very limited hours very successfully I mean I I see what you're doing online and I know how active you are at building your your brand and and your profile and so on so um I think you know it's really inspirational for for people to to hear that what about when when you're not working because you've you've clearly got more time than the rest of us (laughs) what do you do when you're not working (laughs) um
0: what do we do? Well, I guess, you know, when you've got two kids under five, basically the rest of the time <laughs> is taken up hanging out yeah. with them because yeah. I really wanted to have plenty of time to spend with them at this age. Mm. Um, so it's a lot of just hanging out with the kids. But as a family, the kind of things that we like to do are um, we like to, to get out to the beach, into the bush as much as possible. Uh, we've got some land. We live about a 50-minute drive from, from the beach. Uh, so we've got some land out there that we bought quite a few years ago it 's quite a large block that we we co own with some family members and it 's got native forest on it um, and it 's got a falling down old hut that we my partner Sam and I are, are fixing up and we want to spend more and more time out there mm. and my dream eventually is to be working from there as well, um, and for, to be spending extended uh, periods of time out there because uh, we just love being in nature, and, it's, and Sam loves to surf, and we love being at the beach, and we just would love to provide experience um, for our kids as well. Yeah. Um, so that's our sort of one of our biggest passions outside of work. Uh, we also love to travel, and we did a lot of that, you know, before the kids came along, and we're interested in doing some more travelling with our children in the future. Um, that's a wee way off yet. But but that's sort of always on our on our radar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and other than that, look, we're both really active in our community. So we were both born in the small town, Masterton. Um, I think we're probably like one hospital ward over from each other, a couple of <laughs> weeks apart. Uh, so, you know, we've been we're really committed to, to this community and to this place. Um, so we're both involved. Sam's really involved in the local art scene, and um, I'm involved. We're both involved in environmental based work, and I have another. I work three hours a week on a kind of my passion project, as well, which is um, a river project that we were talking mm. about earlier.
1: Mm. Um, so yeah, that that keeps us kind of busy outside yeah. of work. Lovely. And what um about, um yeah. looking after yourself sort of health wise. I mean clearly all the outdoor stuff will be really helping with that. What about things like diet and nutrition and sleep and things like that? Do do you focus on that or is yeah. it something that just happens yeah. because you're no, <laughs> living a
0: healthier no. life? <laughs> 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 no. I mean it happened a lot more easily before kids because, you know, I was in past careers I've worked as a um a leader in the out, in outdoor adventure so I had a really active lifestyle and I didn't have to think about it very much mm. because I was so active all the time. Um, but now I find it definitely more of a challenge but I, I do have to focus on it. Um, I don't have any excuses for the times when I'm not keeping fit and doing my exercise and things because I do think I do have the time. Um, when the kids were really little I think sometimes I'd I really struggled if I wasn't getting enough sleep to motivate myself, but I don't really have that excuse anymore. So, I tend to exercise. My goal is to exercise, you know, maybe four times a week. In some weeks I do that, and some weeks I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what I do is I've, I'm a member of an online gym called uh, Forever Fit. Dot TV, which is uh, uh, run by a woman, a Kiwi woman called um, Nicola Smith, and I just love. I've interviewed her a couple of times actually. I love her business model, and I love what she's doing. And so she's a personal trainer who took her business online, and she's got this incredible online gym, and it's packed full of quick and easy workouts that are really effective. So it's great for mums who don't have a lot of time. You know, or anybody really who doesn't don't have a lot of time to exercise. So I can get a couple of those, and in, in a week, and she she does so many different types of exercise. There's a program in there for everything, and it's all by video. That's great.
1: Um, I really yeah, love that but, idea, although let's point out to the listeners, you do actually have to do what she's telling you to do in the video. You can't just watch it, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish, I wish. <laughs> it doesn't count if you just watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but she does do quite a bit of stuff to kind of motivate you, you know, like there's boot camps and there's, yoga she's just done a yoga challenge, so there's a sense of community. Um, yeah. But what I'm finding is now that the weather's finding up, I'm wanting to be out on my on my bike more, and I've got one of those bike trailers. So sometimes I bike the kids to to daycare and try to be as active as I can in my everyday life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, um, and she her her gym also has. She's really into nutrition, so she has a, a menu app that I use, and I really try to focus on just eating whole foods. And so so I do the best that I can. And um, I'm also I've just reintroduced recently. I don't know if you've heard of an app called Headspace. Yeah. Um, it's a meditation app, yeah. So Joe and I have both signed up for that in the last couple of months and we put that on the business because we decided it was, <laughs> you know, mindset and being in a good, good head space is is really central to being a... um you know, living a healthy and successful life as, a, as an entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, we're both using Headspace, and again, it's one of those things that you know you should do it, and, and it's hard, but it's hard sometimes. Uh, but I'm doing quite well with that, and I and I really like the way it motivates you, and it, it reminds you that you need to, you know, you haven't meditated for a few days. And I get a lot of um, I get a, a lot of benefit out of meditation. I've been doing that for a long time, uh, but again, it was one of those things that sort of um, fell by the wayside when the
1: kiddies came along and it's great to be getting back into it. Mm, yeah, I haven't checked that out. I use a, a podcast uh, that I've recommended on the podcast before. Um but uh it doesn't sort of motivate you or remind you or any of those things You have to do that bit yourself, and I have to say I've not used it very mm. often, <laughs> so maybe I need something to yeah. uh, to encourage me to uh to to get on with that it's 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 finding what works for you isn't it and it's interesting, um, yep. little Dodsie and I were having a discussion at the weekend about her doing needing to do things, certain things that I just end up you know nagging her about and I don't want to do that and she doesn't want me to do that either but then how is she going to manage her time and obviously I'm trying to say use to Todoist that's what I use for my tasks which of course <laughs> is of no interest to a nine-year-old but uh, what she I can't remember what she said but I found her a an app where it's a gamified app so basically she, she said if she was playing and getting points or something then she'd be more interested so I went and did a search for yeah. Gamification and uh, to do lists, and it's called, right. I don't know how you pronounce it. it's ha- Habitica or Habitica or something. Uh, right. And she's just started using it this week, and I'm amazed at how much it's actually encouraging her to do stuff because she wants to get the points, because she wants to find out what she can do with the points when she's gone. I think she yeah. thinks I'm going to pay her for it at the end, which I'm not. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know, it is about finding what works for you, isn't it? And what fits with your yeah. style of being motivated or, or being able to motivate yourself. Exactly. So, yeah. So, what about um, learning and improving yourself? What sort of things do you do to to do that? It was really interesting. Uh, reflecting on that question when you sent it through because i i hadn 't really thought about it, but
0: i because I used to do a lot of my learning from books and i 've got a few books here on the table i 've got them mm-hmm. out when I was sort of thinking about your question that have influenced me you know probably in my life really to date and um but but then I was thinking what sort of learning am I doing now and I realised just how much more I'm doing my learning via podcast or online, like even sometimes via things that come through Facebook or you know Sam and I listen to a lot of TED talks. He has his, mm-hmm. um, st- his TED talks on a lot and podcasts a lot in his studio when he's working and we're really, um, we are, we're, we're doing a lot of our learning uh, via new online technologies now so it's quite interesting just to reflect on that.
1: Yes, yeah, much the same. I I, I re- love reading, but I'm finding that listening is so much more convenient with the things that that I'm doing. So I I tend to agree, and the TED talks are amazing, aren't they? Yeah,
0: and it's it's pretty it's pretty empowering that that you can get that level of access to to people with so much knowledge so easily, you know, from your home. Mm-hmm. It's I just find it it's it's really cool. Uh, and I, I've been going through a phase of trying to get out for an evening walk a couple of times a week too, um, and I tend to listen to podcasts then. And sometimes I'll listen to business related stuff, uh, especially because we're launching our own podcast at the moment. But um, often I'll just listen to stuff that I'm interested in as well. And there's just so much so much there to discover. It's just it's incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, what, um, what were the books that you got out <laughs> before you realised well, that you'd more online?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm staring at them now. That So I guess it'd be over the last couple of decades, um, these are the kind of books that... Because with books, I try not to gather up too many, um, but there are some that I buy because I know I'm going to look at them again and again or they've had such a big impact on the way that I see the world that I have to have a copy on my shelf even though I never read them anymore. (laughs) So a couple of the kind of life ones are, um, there's one called Full Catastrophe Living which is a meditation one and it's about mindfulness meditation. So that was one that really um, influenced me a lot when I was getting into meditation, first getting into meditation uh, and You know, just using meditation as a tool for self-awareness and staying balanced and just getting to know yourself better. Um, There's Succulent Wild Woman by Sark. And I don't know if you've heard of Sark, but but her books are just crack me up. She's she's an artist who has pretty much built a business empire, become a very um, savvy business businesswoman and she just writes these books that are they're funny, uh, they're creative and artistic, they've got lots of drawings in them and they're all about living life, you know, succulently, dancing <laughs> with your wonderful self. And they just I remember the phase when you know I was working through those and and they were cracking me up and a lot of it was about getting in touch with your um creativity but also just being okay with your flawed self just mm. being okay with who you are
1: um all the good things and the bad things um I so, just think a yeah, book she's, with she's got the title some great books. Succulent in has got to be read hasn't it it just sounds <laughs> such a good word yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah so
1: there's a lot of humor in her
0: stuff and there's another one that I've got here called um that I doubt many of your readers have heard of, which is called The Fourfold Way. Um, And this is a leadership book. It's uh, Walking the Path of the Warrior, Teacher, Healer and Visionary and it's by Angelese Arian and she's an anthropologist. Um, And this was kind of the the textbook that my life coach gave me when I was in my my late my mid twenties maybe and I did a life coaching program um, I'd just been through a relationship breakup and I was in one of those you know transitional times when I was doing a lot of reflecting and thinking about where I wanted to go and I did this this coaching with her and this book was a part of that and it's such a fantastic book. And it's all about um, indigenous wisdom and her research she did around, about, on cultures from all around the world um, and what we in the Western world can learn from that mm. in terms of how we live our daily lives and how we view ourselves and our relationship to the environment and that sort of thing. So it's got lots of practical exercises in it as well. So she introduces each of the archetypes and then there's uh, um, exercises that you can do. And, and it's, it's personal development, it's increasing self-awareness and just getting back in touch with you know, who you are. So that one's had a, quite a big influence on me, and I use it in my coaching as well, both business and and personal coaching that we do. Mm. That sounds really interesting. Mm. Mm. Brilliant. Um, yeah, excellent. So I've got a couple more. Go on then. Go on then. <laughs> if you want to hear about this yeah, Should we on move then. on? No, no, well, go Well, the then. other ones are kind of life ones. The omnivore's dilemma, which is about um, food. Yeah. And Because I was a vegetarian for about twelve years, and so and this is sort of one of the books that I ended up moving back to eating meat again right. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and then radical simplicity, which is all about um, basically a less is more approach to living your your life. And that's really influenced where we've taken the business really if I think about it because it's it's all about um, how the choices that you make in terms of what you spend and how you set your life up influence how much you need to work Mm. um, and what we can do to set ourselves up so that we are having a smaller footprint on the earth as well as... um, As well as being able to do more of what we love doing and Mm. and not be so focused on having to work, 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 work to, to pay the bills or pay the mortgage or whatever it is that's putting that pressure on us. Yeah, radical simplicity.
1: That's such a great, great list stuff. of books. It's, none of them had I heard of before, so um, that's really <laughs> added um, a bit of, a, it's probably a, a bit of an and uh, <laughs> stuff yeah. into the, the podcast, but uh, really, yeah. really helpful. So I'm going to go and check all of those out. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> so, slightly
0: hippie, slightly... Um, radical, slightly Antipodean,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So what about on a day when things don't go right? You've painted quite an idyllic picture. I'm really hankering after moving to New Zealand and uh, working less hours and all those other things and having a, a hut on the beach. But what about if things don't go right? What, what happens then? Oh, what do do? yeah,
0: yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely have to be up front and say that that happens. I mean, we certainly have ups and downs and building a business isn't easy. And, um, you know, Joe and I have been doing this for five years now and it's it's only really in the last year or so, that we've started to feel like, you know, that those starting those moments of doubt that you have, those oh shit moments, is this ever going to work? Are we ever going to make enough money? Think about what I could be making if I was working in the corporate sector. You know, all those <laughs> moments that you have when you're building a business, we've had those, and and that you know that puts pressure on your family lifetimes at, at times as well, especially when you've got young kids and. You know, all that stuff. Um, we've definitely been through all those ups and downs and for me I guess it's that's where the things like the meditation and that come in. Like I definitely lose a plot sometimes and you know, <laughs> am a a grumpy, awful person. Um but I guess as I get older I'm I'm getting better at being more aware and noticing my signs for when I'm getting out of balance, when I'm overtired. Um, when I need to take some time for myself and I, and I definitely don't, I still don't get it right all the time, um, but I, I'm getting there and that, yeah. that's probably one of my biggest learnings is just how important it is to give yourself that time um, when you need it to be able to recognise those signs and, and and also just keep perspective about what's important and, and what's not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. Okay, so last question now, on, on a day when you've ended the day, knowing that you've had that chance to live more and I talk about living more being you know the stuff that you want to do rather than the stuff that you have to do or that you feel that you should do what have you done what does that day look like um I've
0: spoken to interesting people. I love interviewing and talking with people that are doing really interesting things and that I learn from, uh, and I've served my clients and contributed to their success. Like I love it when I get an email from a client saying that they've had a success or something that I sent through to them has been really useful or something that I said to them has made a difference to them, mm-hmm. um, and my ideal day, you know, I, I've had that, but it's been balanced with being in the, in the outdoors and spending time with my kids and partner, and so if I can get that right balance between all of those things, that sort of professional reward as well as that that personal um, balance, then I'm I'm a pretty happy chappy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely,
1: brilliant. Yeah, excellent. So it's been so good interviewing you, and I—it's I, really good to interview people from other parts of the world as well, because you sort of get to see, you know, different slant on things. And uh, may, as I say, I am hankering a bit for being there rather than here. But then uh, the sun has come out, so hey, maybe it's not so bad here. <laughs> so it's been so good. good talking to you. So Janine, how can sure. people okay. find out more about you? How can people connect with you?
0: Yeah, well, easiest place to find us is over at our website, which is mum dot com mum.com, not not mum, (laughs) and yeah, so we've got um, a great um, e-course that we give away over there with a free workbook that goes with it, so they can come and check us out there if they're interested more about the business side of things. And we're also launching a podcast in the next few weeks, so if you'd like to listen to some of the stuff we're chatting about on the podcast, uh, we'd love to have you um, visit. And the focus of that is around you know building a business in 20 hours a week or less. So a lot of our interviews are focused around that. So we've got lots of free information that you can check out. Um, You can join our list and and keep in touch. We'd love to hear from you if what we're doing is of interest
1: to you. Brilliant. Thank you, Janine. It's been great talking to you today. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Enjoyed it.
2: Joe's Jams
1: this is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of the interview the stuff that I really liked and the apps books music tips and tools that were shared this is for you if you heard something that you want to check out but you couldn't write it down at the time hopefully I've got you covered and this is the bit for the really time pressed you can just listen here and get the gems from the interview but of course I wouldn't suggest you do that and miss out on the great conversation that I had with Janine. The first tool that we talked about is Asana and Janine says that she's a huge advocate of it and with their latest project which is launching their own podcast they had all the templates set up and it makes it a lot more efficient and actually I use Asana to process this podcast and with exactly the same uh, plan in place actually uh copied from Janine she kindly shared the templates that they use when they do their podcast with me as I was putting mine together and I've um, sort of tweaked it and and really made it work uh, for my podcast so I'd thoroughly recommend Asana as well We talked about unroll.me, which is a a tool that you can use to make unsubscribing from newsletters quick and easy. And I also recommend SaneBox, which I use for managing and triaging my email. And that also has an option to add newsletters to what what it calls the at Sane Black Hole folder, which in effect means that you just don't see the newsletters. So you don't actually unsubscribe. They just get sent off somewhere. Janine also talked about canned responses in Gmail which is a a tool that you can use to create templates so that when you're sending the same emails on a regular basis, you can use the template rather than having to start emails from, from scratch each time. Janine also talked about using Google Hangouts a lot. And I mentioned short keys, which is what I use on my PC to create templates and use them Uh, when I type in a a code so I type in hash hash and then a code and whatever I've saved for that particular template sort of magically appears. Uh, You can also use something called text expander for Macs and iPads and and, um, iPhones. Janine says we're both using Headspace. Joe and I have both signed up for that in the last couple of months and we put that on the business because we decided the mindset of being in a good Headspace is really essential to living a healthy and successful life as an entrepreneur. And I talked about doing a search for a gamification to-do list uh, tool to find something to suit Little Dodsey. And I found something called Habitica, which uh, went down very well with her. When we talked about learning, Janine talked about how she's realised that recently she's doing her learning via podcasts or online Uh, through sometimes even things like Facebook and listening to things like TED Talks and just sort of pointing out that a lot of her learning is is being done via new online technologies where in the past it might have just been about reading a book or or perhaps going to an event. The books that Janine recommended, the first one was Full Catastrophe Living by Jon Kabat-Zinn which is a meditation book about mindfulness and meditation. She also recommended Succulent Wild Woman by Sark and she says she's an artist who has pretty much built a business empire, become a very savvy businesswoman and she just writes these books that are funny, they're creative and artistic and they've got lots of drawings in them and they're all about living life succulently and dancing with your wonderful self. I just like the fact that it says succulently, it just seems like a, an interesting word to, uh, to use in relation to your life Another book was The Fourfold Way, which Janine says is a leadership book. Its subtitle is Walking the Path of the Warrior, Teacher, Healer, and Visionary, and it's by Angela's Arion, who's an anthropologist. And it was the textbook that Janine was given by her life coach when she was in her mid-twenties, and she was doing a life coaching program. Another book was The Omnivore's Dilemma, which is about food. And Janine says she recommended it because I was a vegetarian for about 12 years and this is one of the books that I ended up moving back to eating meat again. And then finally radical simplicity which is all about basically a less is more approach to living your life. Uh, Janine says that's really influenced where they've taken their business uh, if she thinks about it because it's all about how the choices that you make in terms of what you spend and how you set your life up influence how much you need to work and what you can do to set yourself up so that you're having a smaller footprint on earth as well as being able to do more of what you want to do more of the stuff that you love doing and not be focused on having to work so much to pay the bills or pay the mortgage or whatever it is that's putting that pressure on you so moving on to the tips the first one that janine shared that i thought was worth uh, putting into the show notes was she said i guess the key one here for us and what we're teaching about a lot is around strategy because we believe that no matter how many to-do lists you have or how many amazing technological tools you're using, if you don't have your strategy right, it doesn't matter. You're still not going to achieve what you're setting out to achieve if you don't have the right strategy in place. And she says we consistently see people spending a lot of time on things that aren't actually contributing to what it is they want to achieve in their business. Another one she shared was uh, that what they do to be really productive and really focused is they have two really clear milestones that they have for the business. And she said usually one's around an income generation milestone and one for them is about an audience building milestone. And that generally plays out with most of their clients too. Another tip that she gave, which I thought was really good in terms of prioritising and not uh, having too much on your plate. Is she says they have what they call a parking lot, which is where they put things where, when they've sort of thought to themselves and discussed whether they re- should really be working on that particular project right now. She says, you know, you get those bright, shiny objects that come up and you think, oh, that's really cool, and, you know, you want to sort of do it. But um, then you realise, actually... Uh, that it's not a priority at that moment and she says they constantly ask themselves the question uh, of you know should we really be working on this right now and if it's no and it doesn't fit with what what the current targets are then she puts it or they put it into the parking lot and come back to it later and Janine shared that she works three hours a week on her passion project I liked the phrase passion project in her case it's a a river project which is uh, involved with the local community and then when I asked Janine how she copes with things when they go wrong, she talked about as she's getting older, she's getting better and more aware at noticing the signs for when she's out of balance and overtired and when she needs perhaps some time for herself. She says she doesn't get it right all the time, but she's definitely getting there. And that that's one of the sort of big learnings is how important it is to give yourself time when you need it to recognise the signs and just keep perspective about what's important and what isn't. And Janine talked about, as I do, going for walks and actually listening to podcasts at that time. Uh, She says she listens to business-related stuff, um, especially because they launched their own podcast uh, late last year, 2015, but also she just listens to stuff that she's interested in as well and how much there is out there to discover. A website that Janine recommended is foreverfit.tv, run by a lady from New Zealand called Nicholas Smith and she is basically a personal trainer who took her business online and she's got an online gym and information about nutrition and so on and uh, Janine says it's packed full of quick and easy workouts that are really effective and really helpful for a lot of uh, working mums that they talk to because the sort of workouts fit in you know into their busy lives and then to contact J9 or Janine um depending on what you're going to call her uh you can go to their website which is getitdonemum.com and that's m u m getitdonemum.com and also they have launched their podcast um i think i interviewed her whilst they were in the throes of launching theirs and uh took me a while longer to get mine out <laughs> um but uh th- they have some really interesting people that they're interviewing on there and it's very much focused around building your business in 20 hours a week or less so if you're interested then uh, there's a link in the show notes to be able to to get to their podcast or you can just go and do a search in itunes for get it done mum as ever all this information is available on the show notes on the website power forward slash 10 to get to janine's interview If you'd like to sign up to get my weekly newsletter with more tips, strategies, ideas and tools to improve your power, you can do that on the website too.
2: Use your power to live more.
1: Again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 10. And we look forward to speaking to you next time.